Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest today is Victor Parada, who is Vice President of Advertising Sales at Discovery Network's U.S. Hispanic Group. Today we will discuss Discovery Familia. Victor oversees sales for Discovery's portfolio of Hispanic networks in the United States, Discovery in Español and Discovery Familia. He has led the portfolio strategy since 2005. Under his leadership, the portfolio has surpassed objectives and increased advertising revenue. He first joined Discovery in 1999 as an account manager for Discovery Networks in Mexico. Two years later, he was promoted to account director, and over time he was promoted to regional director of advertising sales for Discovery Networks Latin America Iberia. Prior to joining Discovery, he was an account executive at Galavision. He began his ad sales career as an account executive at American Radio Inc. in Boston. A native of Mexico, he currently resides in Miami. Victor, welcome. Thank you, Elena. Great to be here. This is a really interesting topic because I think that Discovery Familia, which we're going to tell our listeners about in a minute, is in a way a reflection of what is happening to the television landscape in the United States today and over the last few years. Would you help us by painting a picture, if you will, of that slight change in the television landscape in terms of television programming that's targeting U.S. Hispanics and specifically, of course, Spanish language U.S. Hispanics? Sure. Well, you know, I think most people uh, in the... Um, in this environment of, of, of media and advertising, know the importance of the Hispanic consumer, and uh, you know as far as the how the consumer demographics have evolved, and and it has becoming more and more specialized um, industry. From a content perspective and from a media perspective, um, we've seen also a lot of changes that reflect the changes in in, in, in the demographic landscape. And uh, the what has happened when Discovery Communications entered the U.S. Hispanic space, as uh, in terms of the advertising marketplace, happened uh, almost five years ago. It was the summer of 2005, where we entered the the marketplace, and uh, what we had to offer from a content perspective was a little bit surprising to quite a few number of people in the industry. Um, because we offer fictional program, I'm sorry, we offer non-fiction programming, which is quite a contrast to most of, mo- most of the content, the novella genre, which is fictional and scripted. We offer non-fiction, high-quality programming. A lot of our content is universal in nature, but it is mostly originally uh, produced in English. So people were resistant uh, and questioned whether programming that is reversioned, how effective it would be versus something that was originally produced in Spanish. Um, so you fast forward to where we are uh, today in, in, in almost the, the, the summer of 2010 uh, on our five-year anniversary, um, Discovering Español has really made a tremendous change in terms of the programming landscape and, and the, the shift of viewership has really, um, Discovering Español has really made its mark because we see that now we're the second most watched Spanish language cable network um, and we provide content that really resonates not only um, with with the broad adult 18 to 49, but we also have that second place rank in men 18 to 49, in women 18 to 49. We do well with 18 to 34 year olds and 35 to 54 year olds. So that it's really has 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 made a change um, in terms of how people perceive cable, and it really just. Um, uh, is doing what cable is supposed to do, is to provide specialized content um, and provide Hispanics with television experiences that go beyond the conventional genres that we've seen up to now. So with that, we decided, okay, let's look at um, what else could we do in the Hispanic space. And when you look at trends, um, we know that uh, there's there's plenty of data out there that, that, that supports the notion that we needed to target the Hispanic female, but but target a specific segment of the Hispanic female, which is that which is what the purpose of Discovery Familia is. You know, when you look at facts like um, a recent study that was published um, by the Pew uh, Research Center, um, where they showed the growth of um, Hispanic births in 1990 
14% of the births in this country were Hispanic. Um, fast forward to um, 2008, uh, the number went up to 24%. Practically one in every four births in the United States in 2008 uh, was Hispanic. So there are a lot of moms. Um, there are a lot of Hispanic moms with preschool-aged children as we speak. 25% um, of the children uh, five and younger in this country are Hispanic. So there's a huge market um, that, from a media perspective, is not really being serviced as we think we could service it. Um, the the content that you see in Spanish language TV today, um, for the most part, you know, the content that targets women is fairly broad. You know, you've got the novella genre that has been successful, and there's there's room for that. Um, but there is a difference in terms of targeting. You know, when you look at women 18 to 49, there's some pretty significant differences between a 19-year-old female, a 33-year-old female, and a 48-year-old female. Um, vastly different types of consumers. Advertisers know that when you have specialized advertising to specialize in highly targeted groups, you need a specialized um, media environment. You need to give this context and you need to give this relevance. And so with Discovery Familia, we, we, we feel that we can do that. Um, we know that the demographics are there. Uh, we know that um, the Hispanic female with preschool-aged children is a, is a very coveted consumer because she's voracious. She's looking not only not, she's no longer looking out for herself, she's looking out for an entire household. She's in charge of, 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 of consumption and she wants high quality consumption because she's taking care of her kids. And so we designed Discovery Familia as a network that's fully dedicated to her. It's fully dedicated to servicing her and we're gonna target um, not only the Spanish dominant uh, female, um, the, the Spanish, Spanish dominant Latina mom, but also the bilingual one. And for two different reasons, um, the content on Discovery Familia is, is, is exclusive and you're, you, you know, in Spanish language TV, you don't seek a lot of content, uh, directed to moms with preschool aged children. So we're going to offer that to the Spanish dominant who really doesn't have, uh, options. And she's, she's, She's thirsty, really, for this type of. She's, she's really. You know, there's a high demand for this type of content, um, and we're going to give her something that that no one else offers. And then you have the bilingual um, mom, which is also a pretty significant um, segment of the population. They, yes, they do have English language options out there, but there's something very special about having a Spanish language uh, television experience with a two-year-old or a four-year-old in your home. And that's what Discovery Familia is going to do. Tell us a little bit more, Victor, if you would, about the language issue. Knowing that immigration numbers have dropped since the beginning of the recession, so there are fewer Spanish-dominant people moving into the United States, and that many of the existing residents are bilingual rather than Spanish-dominant, how did you reach the conclusion, and obviously it's panned out because, of course, you've had your success with Discovery in Espanol. How did you reach the conclusion that Spanish language programming is what these folks were interested in and that they would respond to it? Did you have any insights on that that you could share? Yes, well, there's, there's one fact that we looked at, um, and this was a, a study where um, they, the, you know, when research, when when focusing on Hispanic moms in general, and this is um, without segmenting in terms of language, just as a whole, um, a really, we got a really high response rate, 86% of Hispanic women stating that they're looking for more Spanish language programming uh, to offer educational programs for children, um, especially um, when, they're look, when, they're, when they're at the stage of preschool, when they're looking at ABCs and 123s. To be able to offer that in Spanish is something that both bilinguals felt very, very passionate about um, and the Spanish dominance as well before obvious reasons because that's really, they're, they're restricted in terms of language and, um, and they, they're looking for, for, for that type of experience. So, so it's, it's fairly broad, um, that, that you, you have this, this both the Spanish dominant and the bilingual looking for the same type of experience. In terms of the actual breakdown, do you know what percentage of your audience is Spanish dominant and what percentage is bilingual? Well, at this point, Discovery Familia uh, is, is 
we will begin to have Nielsen provide us with ratings data as of August of 2010. Um, so we're, we're, you know, as we take this market, uh, this, I'm sorry, this network into the upfront marketplace, you know, we put our money where our mouth is and we're telling advertisers that this network um, is a, a network that's going to have audience measurement and we will be able to offer those figures um, once, once we're at that stage. Um, so basically everything that we're saying up to this point has been basically on, on a combination of some of the published data that's out there as well as some of the focus groups that we've done. Um, when we saw Discovering Espanol um, really catapult in terms of ratings, we really invested heavily um, with uh, the Cheskin Group um, to conduct research uh, and that included focus groups that also included um, uh, quantitative studies uh, to really understand why. Why is it that we're having such a surge in viewership? Why are we having such a surge in viewership as far as women goes? Because the conventional knowledge was, hey, you know what? Hispanic women love novelas. Uh, Hispanic men love sports. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, if you don't offer that, you really, it's going to be very difficult to take viewers away from that. And we, we saw that that, um, that what, that wasn't the case, that we were growing and we wanted to understand exactly why. What is it that those that are watching our content, why are they tuning in? What kind of people are they? And what we found is really is, is, is not so much in the demographic data, because the demographic data of our viewers versus viewers of more conventional uh, broadcast programming is actually quite similar. Um, where we saw huge differences was in their attitudes, was in their um, their their opinions and their aspirations and their dreams and just how they are as consumers. Um, they're more leaders rather than followers. They are they want to make a difference. There a lot of them are a lot of discovering Espanol viewers are. Um, are are not U.S. born, uh, but they came to this country to to really make something uh, and have a legacy. And so they um, they don't settle for conventional options; they're looking for more and better options. So we really touched that that particular mentality of the aspirational, forward-looking, growth-oriented um, uh, persona um, that that really. Um, wants to really soak up life for what it what what it's for and that really goes very well with with our brand you know discovery is all about bringing you the best of the world that's out there we tell great stories um we satisfy natural curiosity and that resonates very well with the type of consumer um that we know is going to watch discovery familia so we're we're taking the success of discovering espanol and taking that model and applying it to what we are very confident is going to be the success of discovery familia but we don't have any hard data in terms of viewership be it uh language stratification or age or 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 or, or, or anything like that because we the network has not yet been measured our Discovery Familia is the Spanish for Discovery Family, right? Correct. Tell us a little bit more about that in terms of, I know you don't have figures to illustrate what your audience is, but what is your target audience? Who are you focusing your programming and your marketing efforts on when it comes to Discovery Familia? We have a very uh, clear and compelling mission which is to be fully dedicated to the Hispanic mom with children under the age of six. You know, and with that said, um, we, we provide her with a television experience that takes her to, through a variety of, of genres. Discovery Familia has four programming genres that make up the network. Uh, during the day, um, we provide what is the Discovery Kids in Espanol um, brand of programming. And this is basically um, what is the equivalent to some of the English language networks like you see on Sprout, PBS Kids, um, Nick Jr., which used to be Noggin. It's just high-quality educational programming that can be enjoyed by children five and under um, that is designed for a co-viewing experience with the parent, you know, more, more, it's, it's, it's usually the mom, you know, nine out of, nine out of ten times it's, it's, it's the mom or the female caretaker. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we focus on the, we, we have so much success in Latin America with Discovery Kids as a network and everything that we've learned, um, because one of the things that makes us, uh, I think very, um, 
very capable in this marketplace is that Discovery U.S. Hispanic Group is part of the Discovery Latin America uh, division. And so we have a lot of experience in, 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 our, in, in programming our networks in Latin America, and Discovery Kids is a huge success in Latin America. And we're taking that, the, what we've learned uh, over the past decade with Discovery Kids and applying that knowledge to, to Discovery Familia. So we're going to program Discovery Familia with a lot of Discovery Kids programming during the day to create that co-viewing experience that, as I mentioned, is going to be shared uh, and, and enjoyed by both the Spanish-dominant and the bilingual mom. Um, then during prime time, we have three strands, um, and it, there, there, there's a logic in terms of how these strands flow. You know, you have the My Kids programming, you put your kids to bed, and then you have three strands of programming in prime time. Uh, it's called My Children, My Home, and Myself, and it flows that way because you know, after you put your kids to bed, you're still thinking about them. And, you know, parents are always questioning themselves, did I do this the right way? Did I do that the right way? You know, issues such as nutrition, health, fitness, playtime, socializing, just all of so many things that the parents are concerned about. We have the My Children strand, which is basically going to provide uh, a lot of parenting programming. We have a wealth of content from our network in Latin America, Discovery Home and Well Health, but also from a lot of parenting programming that we produce in the U.S. for channels like TLC and Discovery Health. So we're going we're gonna to have that on, on, on that strand. So you go from my children to my home. My home is the second prime time strand uh, programming that's really going to um, touch the passion points of this Latina consumer as a homemaker, as someone that is, 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 is the caretaker of the home and she, is, you know, she wants to know about food, she wants to know about caring for her home, whether it's cleanliness, whether it's design, decor. Um, it's pretty much, you know, household um, uh, it, it's the it's the it's the care of the household and how and what her role is in, in touching those passion points. Then you go into a much more personal strand, which is what we call myself, um, and this is a strand that is basically going to focus on the passion points of of wellness, of beauty, and fashion. And so you know that pretty much completes the picture in terms of what is so relevant to the Hispanic mom with preschool age children. We give her the opportunity to, to share great educational, high quality experiences with her, with her kids during the day. And then at night, we provide her with content that allows her to, you know, uh, because again, we are, an, we're, we're a company that provides nonfiction, high quality programming that tells great stories and satisfies natural curiosity. These consumers are information seekers. Um, and they want to be entertained. I mean, it's just not necessarily like instruction manuals, you know, put on television, but it's telling great stories. When you take programs like, you know, Llegada del Bebe, which is bringing home baby, or um, Take Home Chef, which is uh, Chef a Domicilio, um, these, are, these are programs that have a great entertainment value. They're telling great stories, and they're stories that are real, you know, and that's where we differentiate because, you know, broadcast um, is successful because of the novella genre, and the novella genre is fictional, and there's room for that. You know, and we know that that has and continues to be successful. Um, but we we feel that you know, and and the, our, our our viewers have 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 shared this with us in, in a variety of studies, that they're just that's just not the only thing that they want. Um, and if we can tell them stories that are based on reality and that are relevant to their specific lifestyle, and when you look at, again, this particular demographic of consumer, the mom with preschool-aged children, you know, she's one that really um, is a great information seeker because she's, she, like I said earlier, she's really looking for how to be a great mom, how to be a great woman, how you know how to take care of herself, um, and so this this network is going to really be her best friend in that regard. It's going to allow her to share experience with her children and also have a great uh, television for her to to enjoy because it's about her lifestyle, it's about her passion points, it's about what's important to her, and we fully dedicate ourselves to motherhood and and to that particular type of mother. The programming itself, Victor, is a combination, as with Discovery in Espanol, of your existing English language programming and Spanish language programming from Latin America. Is that right? 
Yeah, the programming model is going to be very similar to what Discovery in Espanol is. Our strategy basically involves bringing the best. Discovery in Espanol, for instance, offers the best of discovery communications in Spanish. So we basically combine uh, content that comes from uh, Discovery Channel, TLC, Animal Planet, Investigation Discovery, Planet Green, Military Channel. I mean, you know, Discovery Communications has a lot of brands and has a lot of content. We select from all of these brands and all of this, uh, um, this content to give Hispanic consumers the best of discovery in Spanish. And that has been very successful, and that's why we do so well, not only with men, but with women. And so Discovery in Espanol has a very successful model. Now, apply that model to Discovery Familia, we're going to basically be drawing from a much more well-defined pool of content, which is going to come from Discovery Kids, which is you know, a very successful brand that exists in Latin America, and we have a lot of content that's going to come from there. We're also in the process of acquiring a lot of content for the network, as we enter the Hispanic upfront marketplace, you know, we will be making some, some more announcements and we're also working with advertisers in terms of development of content where they can be integrated. So uh, it's a combination of drawing from stuff from uh, programming from Latin America, drawing program from the U.S. that's reversioned. So there are some great programs and some great formats from TLC. Um, I mentioned earlier um, Bring Home Baby and Take Home Chef. These are very successful formats from TLC. Uh, and we are, we produce original episodes, Spanish language episodes, uh, in Latin America, in the U.S. for Discovery Familia. And we also reversion the content that comes from TLC. The same episodes that you saw on TLC in English, we reversion them into Spanish for Discovery, um, for, for Discovery Familia. And, uh, and that's the success. So, so the, the, the strategically bringing the best of Discovery communications and putting in Spanish to this particular target segment, that's what we're doing with Discovery Familia because it's been so successful with Discovery in Espanol. Um, did I hear you say that you are producing original Spanish language programming specifically for Discover Familia, or was that Spanish language programming for Discovery Latin America? For Discovery Familia. We, we do it for both because we're part of the Latin American division. So when we produce Spanish language content, typically it's for, for both the Latin American, uh, our Latin American networks as well as our U.S. Hispanic networks. Um, we have found that to be a, a very successful approach because, you know, we, we tell stories of families in Mexico City or in Bogota, but also stories of families in Los Angeles, uh, Miami, New York, et cetera. What percentage of your programming would you say is from U.S. English language content and what percentage is Spanish language content designed for Latin American audiences? We don't have a very specific breakdown because uh, the, the strategy uh, behind our, our, our the programming of our networks is not necessarily... Uh, does not necessarily work with those metrics because there is no formula to how much of content should be original versus how much content should be, um, you know, reversioned from an original English language production. Um, the what you know, we measure the success of our of our networks based on ratings and based on on, on having a dialogue with our viewers and, and having them tell us what what works and what doesn't. And, and you know, ratings pretty much tell you that. Uh, and what we have found um, is that, you know, it, it, a lot of our focus during these, these, pardon the pun, focus groups was really uh, trying to see if the viewer made a distinction between a program that was um, originally produced in English versus originally produced in Spanish. And in some cases, they could tell the difference, um, but but the, the the common denominator was if it's great television and it's telling us a great story and the quality is there so that I can understand and you're bringing it to me in my language, um, it really doesn't matter. And, and so much of our content really um, is universal in nature. That's why Discovery Communications is, a, is the largest nonfiction media company in the world. Uh, we operate globally because our content travels so well. So that, that same principle applies to us as far as content that we will reversion from from TLC versus content that we'll produce 
for our Latin American viewers or for our U.S. Hispanic viewers, if we're using the same uh, format, you know, for instance, the bringing home baby format, it's telling great, a great story of a family that's about to have a child for the first time and the, the, the anticipation and the excitement and the, 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 the wonderful experience that they're going to go through and for us to, 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 to be a part of that experience. And again, it's not scripted. It's not. It's it's not fiction. It's real. Um, you're really seeing their real emotions and and what they're really going through, and and that's something that is very powerful from an entertainment standpoint. Um, and so again, if we tell our viewers great stories and we satisfy their curiosity, um, we have found that there is really not much of a the factor of whether it was originally produced in Spanish or reversion from an English production uh, has not made a, uh, enough of a difference for us to really apply a formula and say we need to have X percentage of each type of program. When was Discovery Familia launched, Victor? Discovery Familia it enters the, the upfront marketplace for the first time this fall. You know, we are now talking to advertisers uh, about the network, um, but the network has been building itself up uh, in terms of distribution since last year. Um, really, the, 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 you, you have to get distribution um, in the different platforms. You have cable and you have satellite. And so we basically completed our satellite distribution um, by adding the, the coverage uh, of our network on, on, on the DISH uh, service. So now that we have both satellite providers and we have almost all of the cable providers carrying our network, um, we felt that we had the critical mass to take this network to the marketplace uh, for, you know, as far as U.S. Hispanic advertising dollars. And uh, and the reception has been great, you know, and again, it goes back to the fact that, you know, marketers know that there is a need for specialized content. Um, and, and when they see something like this, especially specialized for a consumer that is so coveted, which is this, this Hispanic mom, I mean, time and time again, we see the target for for advertisers to be women 18 to 49, but when you can break it down and and, and have an opportunity for an advertiser that's not just focusing on, it's not a one-size-fits-all that targets, like I said earlier, the 19-year-old, the 33-year-old, and the 48-year-old, but it really just focuses on, let's say, that 33-year-old mom with a one-year-old and a four-year-old at home. She, as a consumer, is a highly influential consumer. It's a consumer that's seeking information, that's looking for the brands, and therefore, um, that's that's the one that advertisers are, are very excited about. And we've just started those conversations with them because even though the network has been building up uh, since last year, um, the, you know, it, it reached that critical mass when we when we solidified a deal with, with DISH for distribution. Uh, and so we're ready to take it to the upfront marketplace. And, and like I said, the reception has been great, and we're already working on some projects to, to integrate advertisers into some of our productions. So you first launched in some form around 2007, summer of 2007, is that right? And then you've been building momentum, and now you're going to be at the upfronts in the fall of 2010. Did I understand that? Correct. What percentage would you say of your programming is specifically for children, and what percentage of the programming is for moms? Is it like 20% children, 80% moms, or half and half? In terms of hours of the day, um, the, most of the day, really up until we haven't really um, defined if we're going to start our primetime block at, at 8 o'clock uh, or 9 o'clock Eastern time uh, for that, that primetime strand. But that primetime strand is basically three daily hours. The rest of the day uh, is, is devoted with Discovery Kids programming. So pretty much it, it becomes a, a, a network that if a mom needs 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 a television channel that she can watch with her child um, in the morning, we have it. If she wants to watch programming with her child in the afternoon, we have it. In the in the late afternoon, early evening, we have it as well. So it's almost like that go-to place where you know you have a safe content that's educational. You know, children under the age of five, their schedules vary. You know, and so when you're going to need that television experience. Um, you, 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 and that, that's been the success model of Discovery Kids in Latin America. Discovery Kids in Latin America is actually a, a 24-hour network dedicated to, to preschool programming. We're doing something very similar, 
where most of the day is going to be with the preschool programming, the Discovery Kids brand of content. But at the same time, um, what we're adding is that, that prime time strand of three hours, which is programming on parenting, on food and home, and then on fashion, wellness, and, 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 uh, and beauty. In terms of geography, Victor, you were talking about satellite and cable a few minutes ago. What is your geographic reach within the country right now? Discovery Familia um, is is a, a nearly full. It's, it's almost fully penetrated in the digital tiers nationwide. It is a, a truly a national network because of its satellite distribution. Um, and as far as cable goes, we're working with. Um, uh, the, the the major MSOs. I can't really discuss specifics of 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 of, of uh, current MSO negotiations. Um, but the, the you know when we publish our numbers um, in July of 2010, um, when we start getting getting data from Nielsen, we'll be able to to quantify and and, and look to see if there are any um, you know breakdowns whether they're geo- geographic or by distribution platform or age and and, and all those types of, of all that type of segmentation, we'll be able to see it once we start getting the data. Based on your experience with discovery in Espanol, do you anticipate that some areas of the country will be more responsive to your programming? I mean, obviously we have the top 10 or the top 25 uh, major markets, but within that, are there certain areas that you know have a higher percentage of moms with young babies or children six and under, um, are you zeroing in on any particular areas, in other words? We're not. We're, we're truly a, a national network. Discovery Familia is a truly national network, and, and you know, and as you, as you mentioned, as far as looking at our Discovery in Español experience, you know, we have looked at Discovery in Español, and, and, and the, to answer the question, do we have more West Coast viewers than East Coast viewers? You know, does it have a, is there a, uh, any particular, um, Affinity, any geographic affinity. Does our network really uh, resonate more with a specific geography or country of origin or anything like that? And we found the network to be very consistent with a, a truly national network, um, proportionately distributed, distributing its viewership from you know the major DMAs, the major regions. So um, there there isn't any distinction, um, any significant difference in terms of. Um, where the viewers are coming from. And pretty much anyone that wants to watch high-quality Spanish-language television um, and has pay television, be it cable or satellite, any, any other pay TV platform, um, those, those are who, those, that's the consumer that, uh, that we reach. Oftentimes, and we've been hearing this for many, many years, I think since Spanish-language television was born in the United States, Many non-believers bring up the issue of integration and the um, acculturation of immigrants into the United States, essentially arguing that Latinos, too, will become part of the general fabric of the country, and therefore Spanish-language media will disappear. Now, with the recession and the reduction in immigrant numbers that we've seen over the last couple of years, of course, these issues are probably getting louder voices. What do you say when you me with a potential customer, because you're in sales, right? You're dealing with these issues. How do you respond to these issues, Victor, when somebody says to you, well, they can be watching English language television in the United States and getting the same information, and or this audience is eventually going to disappear because they're going to become acculturated. How do you address that? I mean, we have had examples. Uh, We have had cases where the... um, the advertiser is broadening its its target. Um, you know, when you look at categories like automotive or categories like, you know, we recently had a, a conversation regarding uh, a, a large insurance uh, company, and um, where the, the strategy and the, the, the not only are they they're focusing on the Spanish dominant, but really the bilingual and what what opportunities there are. Certainly, the industry has to has to and I know it's been a, it's been something that's been talked about for quite a few number of years in terms of well you know um, c- culture language uh, you know and and 
our position and, and our our um, the way that we operate and how we view things is that there will always be room for uh, a consumer that wants a high-quality Spanish-language television experience. Um, just like there are plenty out there in English, um, there are a few in Spanish. There, there are more coming. You know, we we brought some into the marketplace, and some of our competitors are are, are doing the same. They, they, I think that the marketplace has seen that there is a need um, to 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 provide more and better content to Hispanic viewers, and um, and I think the demand is in Spanish because you do have a lot of great content in English that bilinguals can access. Um, I don't think that Spanish language television is going to disappear. There will always be room for that. And I think that it's going to affect not only the re it's not only going to appeal to the recent immigrant, but it's also going to appeal to the more uh established bilingual consumer, um, especially if it's if it's if you're telling a great story and you're satisfying natural curiosity, which is what we do. Um, and we can do it in Spanish. And if we're, we're telling great stories, and if you're bilingual, and we're telling a story that you don't see being told somewhere else, and it's a story that you really want to know about, then 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 viewers are are, are going to come here. And going back to those examples of automotive advertisers and that insurance company, when they were telling us, you hey, look, we're looking at really broadening our reach to not only Spanish dominant but bilingual. We talked about what Familia is going to do and how Familia is going to attract the bilingual mom because she wants to have a, uh, a co-viewing experience in Spanish because it's important to her. I mean, these kids will always, living in the U.S., will always be exposed to English. Why not expose them to Spanish, not just speaking with them in Spanish, but also something that you can share and have have the television be a part of that, that experience. is something that um, we've heard time and time again be important to consumers. Um, and then when you when when you look at the Spanish dominant consumer, where she has very limited choices in terms of programming that she can watch with her children, and that, there's actually a study that came out um, uh, earlier this year from Johns Hopkins where they were basically measuring the the hours of television that Hispanic mothers with preschool age children. Um, their, their their television consumption is quite different when it comes to language stratification. The bilinguals um, watch more television than the ones that are Spanish dominant, and 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 those that wrote the study suggest that the reason why that happens is because the Spanish dominant just doesn't have that many television options. And I think intuitively that's something that we can all agree with. Uh, we know what's out there in terms of Spanish language is limited for the Spanish dominant. And there will always be a Spanish dominant audience um, that we, 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 we feel is going to continue to, there will always be a place for Spanish language content. But when you can, in one network, be able to appeal for the, to the Spanish dominant and the bilingual because you're, you're touching that same, that common denominator of having a great co-viewing experience with your child in Spanish, that we feel then that that's really a great proposition for advertisers like the automotives and that insurance company where they're saying, well, we're broadening our reach while we have a vehicle that's going to appeal to both the Spanish dominant and the bilingual. We're seeing increasingly that in the U.S. market, just the general market, English language options, that many people are watching television, uh, but they're also watching programs online, partly because it gives them the freedom to watch the programs when and wherever they want to, uh, and so that an increasing number of networks are offering part of their programming online. Do you see this online presence as something, I'm assuming that it's not something you're doing right now, but is it something that you're planning? I can't really go into what our online strategy is for Discovery Familia. Um, I, I can only share with you at this point what has been our company's um, philosophy as a whole, and this is something that, that gets published all the time uh, because it's such a hot topic in terms of the, the video screen that people are using on their computers and also on their mobile devices and what what um, content providers such as, such as Discovery, what are they doing about it. Um, our, our company's philosophy um, is very much about providing, not really um, providing long-form content. You know, people can access a lot of Discovery short-form content online, 
um, be it or 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 in digital devices. I'm sorry, mobile devices. But um, but in terms of long form, we've been we've been um, we haven't gone in that direction, and um, you know I can't really. Um, speculate as to what's going to happen in the marketplace. We do know that Hispanics um, are, are early adopters of technology. We've seen that, you know, when, when, when there are studies that show the use of online and the use of mobile of the Hispanic versus the not Hispanic, the Hispanic tends to um, over-index. And that's something that, that, that obviously catches our attention. But, you know, we're right now, and what I can speak of is our focus in terms of television and the television experience. And ultimately, that content will have other platforms. But the business model today is really just focused on the television and our dis- the distribution of our content via uh, cable and satellite. Who is Doki? Doki is a character on that comes from Discovery Kids Latin America that is uh, obviously now going to be a an important character of Discovery Familia. Uh, Doki really is uh, I don't like to use the word mascot, but it's just really a, the personality of the Discovery Kids brand. He's he's a dog. He's a little inqui- He's he's animated, of course, um, and he's very inquisitive. He's very much uh, interested in 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 learning, and he. Um, Gets excited about one, two, threes, and ABCs in Spanish. I guess uno, dos, tres, and ABC, um, and and colors, and and so um, it's we've seen enormous success of Doki in Latin America by both the kids and the parents because this is a a, a character that that personifies um, the love of learning. It personifies uh, the Discovery brand. The Discovery brand is one that celebrates knowledge. That celebrates you know, under the understanding of, of our world and these young inquisitive minds, that's exactly what they're looking for. Um, and, and so Doki is one that, that represents that and has become a very important character uh, on Discovery Kids Latin America. And, and, and that's obviously that is the strength that we're going to use for Discovery Familia. Looking at that that programming that you're talking about and that you're leveraging the Latin America successes like Doki, um, would you tell us a little bit more about the programming that you have? Um, I'm looking at some of the programs that you had uh, back in 2007 that you launched with like High Five, Pocoyo, Animal Jam, Espacio Vital, Bizarre Foods, Not Your Average Travel Guides. Would you tell us a little bit about those and um, any new ones that you have and... Uh, how that they fit into the overall concept. Sure. Well, the focus of the network at this point um, is, is two-stage. One is, um, you know, September 28th, the beginning of, of the broadcast fourth quarter, is when Discovery Familia will, will, will come out with the new, the new logo, the new brand, the new mission, um, the new uh, programming schedule. Um, and, you know, there are some titles that we've announced already that are part of that schedule. Um, Programs like um, on the lifestyle side, we have Dulce Sueños, Chef a Domicilio, Espacio Vital. These are lifestyle programs. You know, Chef a Domicilio is the take-home chef format from TLC. Um, Espacio Vital is is about beauty. It's about fashion. Um, it's, it's, it's a talk show format, kind of like The View, if you were to draw some, some type of comparison. It's women talking about these topics. Um, Dulce Sueños is a parenting program. Um, so, you know, that those, those are the ones that we've announced thus far. Um, on the kids programming, you know, we have titles like High Five you mentioned, um, but we also have Miss Molly, Princesa del Mar, Mr. Maker. It's just high-quality educational animated programming um, designed for preschoolers. Um, but there, there's a lot. Uh, that's what we have announced for fourth quarter. But in terms of 2011 announcements, um, they're still, um, they, they, we still haven't made those announcements. Um, and, the, and the reason for that is just because we are in, in, in that mode of, of, of building this, this network. And, and a lot of that building also involves the dialogue that we have with our advertisers in terms of content development and things that are important to them, especially in the lifestyle programming. You know, advertisers really um, covet anything that has to do with with home design and decor and you know fashion, beauty and wellness and parenting. These are these are these are topics that are super important to advertisers. And so we are 
we are we have an open um, dialogue with them as far as what content is is relevant to their mission and how we can build those partnerships with them um, so that the programming really serves their needs and serves the needs of our viewers. Can you tell us uh, about some of the advertisers that you have on board or that have been on board in the past, just to have an idea of some of the advertisers that are interested in reaching your audience? Well, you know, because we're the same sales group and the same programming group that works on Discovery in Espanol, um, a lot of the Discovery in Espanol clientele is going to expand their um, investment with our group now with Discovery Familia. Um, so, you know, Discovery in Espanol has a, a broad base of, of, of advertisers and, and categories such as um, you know, packaged goods, automotive, retail, insurance, etc. You know, and, and these are all uh, categories that, um, uh, many, you know, the majority of them do target the women. And so, um, there, we, we're going to see a lot of um, investment growth coming from those advertisers that are going to basically just, you know, go in deeper with us because Discovery Familia really. Uh, addresses their needs. I think we also um, we we haven't uh, closed any deals yet, but we have some deals in the making with some new advertisers that have not come to Discovery in Espanol because their focus has been so um, so much on 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 the female viewer, and um, and they didn't find anything as compelling in cable. Uh, as Discovery Familia. So Discovery Familia is, is sort of opening their eyes to cable in general because really when you look at the cable landscape, um, you know, you've got Galavision that, that uh, its, its content model is very similar to its, 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 um, its fellow broadcast networks, Univision and Telefutura. Um, then you have the sports networks and then you have the music networks and there really isn't a network for women up until Discovery Familia. So now they're looking at cable. Even though Discovery in Espanol has done quite well with women, um, from a brand perspective and from a perception perspective, um, they don't see it as a network that's fully dedicated to women and, and that's true. But now that Discovery Familia uh, is being offered to them as a network that's fully dedicated to the Hispanic woman, but but a, a very particular segment. So, uh, you know, we're talking to a a particular retailer that's targeting moms. Uh, you know, we we come to them with Discovery Familia. They they didn't look at Discovery in Espanol, but they did. Now they're looking at Discovery Familia. So um, there's more to come because these are from conversations. Uh, we're really in the thick of them, and uh, I know that. I'm, I'm very confident that we'll be making some announcements as uh, as the as the weeks and, and months go by, as far as um, deals and partnerships that uh, that are going to come as a result of bringing this network into the marketplace. Victor, you have dedicated uh, many years to understanding and serving the U.S. Hispanic market, specifically the Spanish language market. Um, not only in the U.S., of course, but in Mexico, where you started with the Discovery Networks. What insights would you share with our listeners who are trying to gain a better understanding of the U.S. Hispanic consumer, Spanish-dominant and bilingual consumers, in terms of suggestions that they can take back, that they can implement, that they can use in their own marketing programs and strategies. What suggestions would you share with them? I think if there is one term that 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 is so key uh, to anyone working that wants to work in Hispanic, and that could be from an advertising perspective, that can also be from a, a programming perspective, a, a marketing perspective, it all has to do with content. And I've been lucky enough to to work for a company that um, its sole mission is to be just an an outstanding content provider and has built a a very successful business uh, of creating great brands. But great brands are created, great television brands and great consumer brands, um, media media brands, I I should say, um, are built based on great content. And the content that... um, the, the, the question of content is a very important one because um, we have learned that bringing in content that truly differentiates, differentiates itself from the status quo has become a very um, powerful marketing tool, a very powerful tool for 
you know, anyone working in marketing, advertising, programming, um, challenging the status quo can be done with great content. And I think that the U.S. Hispanic um, industry, the advertising and marketing industry, um, has has sometimes failed to recognize that you know the status quo can be broken and that the conventional um, can work, but and there's room for conventional content. But when you bring new content, that can work well too. And so you know. We as Hispanics are a very diverse group, and we will um, we can you know we can respond to a variety of entertainment options, and um, so again it just all boils down to content and what type of content is out there, and you know I I think that the trades are covering it now where you know you're seeing more and more content um, available. Um, Cable television is a perfect platform for that, but you mentioned online earlier. That's a tremendous platform for more content variety. Um, you look at the more traditional content providers like the broadcast networks investing in content, uh, investing in content production. You know, you can you can see in the press how the two big Hispanic broadcast companies um, are investing in content. So a content and investment. I'm sorry, an investment in content is uh, something that um, I see as the biggest takeaway from career-wise um, as, as something to really focus on and explore and, and, and can be a very powerful tool if used correctly. Um, that's pretty much at the very root of, of this whole industry is if you have the right content for the right group of people um, and you can engage them uh, in a variety of ways, that's what makes this uh, that's what makes this exciting. Thank you, Victor, for joining us today from Miami, Florida. Thanks, Elena. My pleasure. And to our audience, thank you for listening to Victor Parada, who is Vice President of Advertising Sales at Discovery Networks US Hispanic Group. Today we discuss Discovery Familia. Please share your suggestions, questions, and ideas by leaving a comment on the HispanicNPR.com website. If you or someone you know would like to be on the show, you can email me directly at editor at HispanicNPR.com. That's editor at HispanicNPR.com.